and we are live with another episode of Comic Talk, as long as, yep, audio is good. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and audio sometimes is not good. And I talk for like a couple minutes, and I'm like, oh, nobody can hear me. So that happens, but it's not happening right now. But I'm talking about how it's happened before in the past. Let's move past this. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. We're here to talk about uh, this week's comics. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, DC Comics come out every Tuesday. Marvel and everything else comes out every Wednesday. It is now Thursday. Hopefully ample enough time for not only me uh, to have read these comics, but also uh, my lovely guests today. Uh, let me introduce, uh, uh, not by order of importance, don't worry. Uh, he's been on the show before. That's a little clue who I'm going to uh, 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 talk about. Uh, he, he's, he has a TikTok. He has a podcast, which also doesn't narrow it down. Uh, it's Ben Schubert. Ben, Hello. how you doing? Doing good. Thanks going? for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. I uh, I I wanted to have you. Uh, you keep up with the comic stuff, and uh, uh, you know you're you're a natural for comic talk. So yep. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, he's also on TikTok. He's also uh, he also has a, a, a comic podcast of his own. Um, but uh, this one is not Ben Schubert. It's Michael Mead. How's it going, man? Michael, how's it going, man? Fantastic. Let's talk about some comics today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you still at Comic Quest? No, I'm actually managing a new store up in Northern California in Sacramento area. Ooh. Yeah, but I love Ooh. Comic Quest. I can do a shout out to them. If you're ever in the Orange County area of, of Southern California, they're the shop to check out. The owners are phenomenal. They love everything about comics and nerd culture. Go check them out. They're amazing. Yeah, uh... I heard you got kicked out because you were reading too many comic books. Way too on many. The job. Ignored my job completely, but you know, at the end of the day, it's all about the comics. So there you go. Are you gonna sell yeah. them if you don't know what they're about? <laughs> <Exactly>. Right. <laughs> uh, when when I was younger, I went to the comic shop just to re sit down and read comics, and the guy was like, "It's not a library," and I'm like, <laughs> "Come I'm, on, I what? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I got nobody." All right. Anyway, but now look at me. Look at me now. I now uh, host Comic Talk. So the joke's on you, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, everybody kind of kind of read, uh, you know, what we read. Uh, I'm sure we all have, like, different tastes uh, and whatnot. Um, what's that? Well, great, though. I love it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for anyone out there who who's watching, uh, we will have spoilers, but, uh, you know, hopefully it still inspires you to go out and uh, procure these comics. Um, I'm sure that you guys have both talked about it on your TikToks, like different ways to get comics now, because people are always asking, Oh yeah, how do you get into comics? You know? Well, I don't, I get more of the question, where do I buy comics more than anything? Which is okay. a weird question. I was like, the comic book store? Right, <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah, by the time they get to me, they're in the combo store. So I'm like, okay, well, let me show you. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I love. Yeah. Uh, that's always what I do. You know, going to telling people to go go out to the comic stores and support. First off, supporting local business, which is amazing. Yes. Small business. And then supporting the local comic stores. Is, the staff is knowledgeable. They're knowing where to send you. But the thing is, people are like, is it? You know, do you prefer digital or not digital? And my, my whole thing is like, I think digital has an amazing place. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of digital. I don't like the yeah. format, but. It helps people that aren't even close to a comic book store read comics, and it helps people that can't really afford comics to read comics on a very cheap basis. So I love yeah. both. I think they both have their place. Right. Um, I think, uh, yeah, and it depends on how people want, like, not only how they want to digest it, whether it's digital or print, but also, like, 
do they want to read every week and like watch comic talk here and like do that? I mean, that's like a whole nother level of commitment is to read weekly like issues that come out, you know, uh, not every week, but every month, but like, you know what I mean? Uh, or just pick up trades. That also holds yeah. the whole other like side of like, the collecting aspect of it too. So like if you want to do it monthly, like, and you like collecting something, comics are phenomenal. If you just want yeah. to get a good story, trades look better on your shelf. Like that's, that's yeah. Yeah. you can share. If I take down this green screen, I love my trades. They're yeah, just all yeah, here, yeah. my shelves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, how'd you guys, how'd you guys get, that is. <laughs> yeah. How'd you guys get, uh, 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 how did you guys start digesting comics in the beginning? You take well, it back. I, I, I tear it off by piece and then I eat it like one of them. Oh, time. please don't. Please don't. Uh, yeah, that's, how I, that's how I digest it. Yeah, it but but uh, like, uh, you mean like, how'd you guys get into it? Uh, uh, I'll go first. Ben, go first. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I started when I was really young. Um, I remember watching the movie Iron Man and my dad bought me a Big old omnibus for the Invincible Iron Man, which I actually still have sitting on that on that yes. right there. But uh, you know, and since then, you know, I've just been collecting. And then when I got my first job, uh, I was delivering pizzas. I would go right to the comic book store after work, and I would just buy out books, eat people, and then here we are now. You know, just reading, reading, reading. Was your dad supportive of you and like reading comics? Um, no, it was more. We had an eleven. I lived in Japan at the time. So uh, my my dad, we had a, an eleven hour flight home. And he was just like, "That kid's gonna need something because you know ADHD and eleven hours and sitting still on a plane is not really his forte." So yeah, he, but um, no, I would say my dad is very supportive now of 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 this passion that I have. He knows that I'm responsible with it. You know, it's not like I spend like a million dollars every week. So you know. <laughs> Awesome, I, yeah. I mean, he let me work at a, he let me work at a shop for three years, you know. So I mean, but yeah, my, but I, it's weird how I got into comics because you know my family has never really been into comics, you know. Yeah. So yeah, my family my family's not into comics at all, and so I'm that guy, and it's yeah. like, how what, where am I supposed to talk about comics? They're talking about my with my friends, you know, uh, on the show, I guess. But like, my, my dad my dad doesn't know. Right. But yeah, no, we, we were watching WandaVision, you know, and my mom's just like, how do you know all this? I was just like, I read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had to explain yeah, right. it immediately. Yeah, whenever I'm visiting my parents. Read a book, mom. Read a book. Yeah, yeah mom, get woke. We were pausing. Yeah. It, took, it takes like two and a half hours to watch WandaVision because I'm going to pause. Like, what's that about? Well, this is where that comes from. Like, yeah. The Snyder Cut was fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, several free days, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael, how'd you, how'd you, uh, get into comics? Yeah, totally. Um, I started reading comics in the early nineties. I was that like stereotypical nerd. I never talked about in high school. It wasn't the cool thing to be doing. It wasn't really cool. So I really didn't have it. It was not cool back it. then. Not at all. It was not cool back then. And no. so I didn't have anyone to talk about like going through high school. So I kept it very hidden. But then once I got out, I was like, screw it. You know, it's, 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 it's awesome. It's who I am. And so, um, I started going to conventions. I started working in the conventions at a really young, kind of younger age. And that's kind of who I met and everything. And then I got a job at the comic store and started managing comic stores for a long time. And it just kind of snowballed from, from there. And uh, I don't know, I've just been, been collecting forever. So, <laughs> Did you guys get started with single issues or trades? Like how, how like what um, medium? Yeah. Well, 
Um, I, like, like I said, my first book was an omnibus, but I kind of got started with trades when I really started collecting, uh, when I was delivering pizzas, I, uh, I started with trades and I, I read full stories. And then as I got into these stories and got to learn these characters, I later got my first tab and, you know, just started collecting that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I first started, like, people be, might be surprised that trade paperbacks are actually a relatively recent invention. And so, like, they started coming out in, like, the mid-80s. And so mm. when I started reading comics in the 90s, they had just started coming. So there wasn't a lot for uh, for And so single issues were really the way to go if you wanted to read any kind of comics. And, right. But then they, it grew from there. And so, you know, I have a massive amount of them. I usually get them to, like, share to people usually. Like, I'm like, oh, I was explaining a cool story I read. And they're like, what is that? Like, okay, well, here you go. And, and take that. So, uh, but, yeah, single issues were, were the way to go. And that's just kind of what I've always been collecting. And just, I, I enjoy right. that. That kind of style, anyway. So, but yeah, I'm impatient. You know, I'm impatient. I need to read the story now. I can't wait for a trade. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. What what I do is I I read it and like if I like if I like it enough, then uh uh I'll get the trade and I'll put it up on my shelf and like I feel like if it gets a spot on my shelf, I'm really repping it. You know, like it it has to be somewhat good, right? Like I hate putting crappy trades on my shelf. Like why, why would, would I get it? it? Yeah. You know. Uh, unless I'm a completionist, and I am a completionist. Are you guys that way with trades? Yeah, Not with trades. I mean, the only no? like actual series I have that's like completed is the Power Rangers. I have all seventeen, all uh, eleven. Nope. But yeah, is that thirteen somewhere around there? Thirteen trades of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's the, it's the boom one, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, go go. I have all of Go Go. All of literally, that's I tell. Two. Yeah. I I just got Dragon New Dawn the other day. That series yeah, is so it. underrated. Like it's I think amazing. more people should be reading that. First off, Shattered, the yeah, it's amazing. And Shattered then, Grid, literally, building. yeah. Oh, it's Shattered yeah. Grid literally outsold Marvel and DC. It's like, really good. When he was coming out, like, you can tell Higgins at the very beginning of it, and his writing style is phenomenal. And so, like, and then, like I said, the other you've got a nostalgia factor, and the he, the way they build the universe, yeah, it doesn't matter what generation of Power Rangers you you kind of liked as a kid or anything they will touch on it and bring it in and, and merge it into the main universe and story. exactly that's a good story they got fans yeah. writing it that's what that's that's what's important like ryan yeah, Parrott yeah. is a is a fan exactly man. and plus all the variants will be cool too, so. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i have a i have a short box up there with the alex ross covers like of the the power rangers you know what i mean the shiny oh, it's hard i know to, he did voltron uh, i i don't remember him doing power rangers though yeah, he did covers. I mean, it has to. It either has to be Alex Ross or very derivative of Alex Ross and somebody else. So I'm gonna the the helmet covers where they're holding their yeah the helmet covers. Steve Orlando. It's not Alex Ross. No, I believe those are Steve Orlando. Uh, I I I believe you. I believe you. Uh, like don't quote me on that, but, but I I know for a fact it ain't Alex Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, I will. I will find this. It's ridiculously good, and and they're so easy to read. And I love it because they're really good for all ages too. Like it's such a good all ages read that anyone right. can kind of pick it up. And right. Really enjoy yeah. it on different levels. So I think that really adds to it too. So if you like, I swear I will find it. But I I, I believe you. Yeah, uh, the one where they're like holding the helmets. Yeah. Like that, that's like a thing they do. They did it for the Ninja Turtle crossover. They did it for the. Mm. Yeah, is Ninja Turtles also Boom? Um, no, they're IDW, but uh, they oh, did yeah. crossover with Power Rangers and Boom. That's right. 
Um, there's been some like really interesting crossovers. There was Batman, Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They've done a couple of those. Three. Um, I got all. And of them. then, yeah. Uh, and then there and the was movie. Justice League. <laughs> there was Justice League, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Uh, Justice League and Power Rangers. Um, oh, that's right. But then there was Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles. That's what I'm thinking yeah. about. Power Rangers, yeah. Ninja Turtles. John Taylor. Everyone, yeah. everyone likes to team up with the Ninja Turtles. How, how could you yeah. know? You're not a real superhero unless you team up with the Ninja Turtles. There's one. Well, you got it. Has got Archie it. has Archie teamed up with the Ninja Turtles yet? He, I don't Archie think that's teamed up with yet. the Punisher. That's yeah. one of my Archie's favorite te- yeah. of He chaperones the school dance. Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. It's the most amazing is thing. It, isn't there a premise? Isn't the premise like there's a bad guy that looks like Archie? I don't think Archie. Yes. So Punisher goes to Riverdale to track him down. And yeah. And hilarity ensues. So, yeah, know. I mean, Punisher's also teamed up with Eminem. You guys remember Dude, that? Yeah, so expensive and hard to find. It's Is it really? Cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. I'm sure Eminem bought them all. That's probably why. That's probably why. Oh, yeah. Eminem's uh, like, Dude, I love this stuff. <laughs> um, there's also uh, there's also Archie versus Predator. Archie, uh, Archie meets everybody. He meets all Sharknado, the Ramones, you know, all those guys. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. There's Archie and Kiss somewhere out there. Yeah, there is. I mean, oh yeah, meet Red Sony and and Vampirella. Like, there, there's a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. And the, the real good one is Afterlife of Archie. That's 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 the phenomenal. Oh one. yeah, oh yeah, and and chilling sub chilling adventures of Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah, those are really good. Yeah. That's for that's for a mature audience. That's some hardcore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some hardcore Archie right there. Yeah. Uh, Vicky in the comments is asking: Is there anyone Archie hasn't battled? Me. If you guys had to pick, on the parking like, lot. <laughs> I mean, just it, it, wait. It's only a matter of time. Because I mean, he's teamed up with sixty-six Batman, right? He's teamed up with a lot yeah. of people. So, they they hit the one I wanted to see at the end of the Punisher issue. They hint that he's going to meet Wolverine. The very last. Yeah, table, he, there's a snake and the plot, plot, claws pop out, and they never did it. I would have loved to oh. have seen him continue on and meet Wolverine for some reason. I don't, I don't know what story that would be, but I would love to. Yeah, be something. If if you had to pick somebody like an, another Archie crossover, what would it be? Uh, if you had to create your own dream Archie crossover, oh, that's a difficult one. If I don't know, the first one that comes to my head, I would love to see like another kind of post-apocalyptic kind of version of. Archie kind of taking on the Terminators. I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be a fun. Oh, issue. Ar- okay. Archie, Archie versus Terminators. I, uh, Terminators. I, I, w- I was going for a Transformers. That, yeah, Transformers. Be- yeah, that'd be cool. Too. Yeah. I, could, I mean, going off IDW again, Transformers and My Little Pony crossover. Uh, 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 friendship in disguise, man. I would. Uh, I'd like to see Archie versus Transformers. That'd be cool. Archie versus Terminator. That'd be cool. Uh, but now I'm thinking, you know what I've always wanted? And it's even separate than Archie. I want a Fast and the Furious meets Transformers. I want them to oh, race the Transformers. That just fits, man. They're, of course they would team up. Yeah. They are yeah. this close to being to that, though. Yeah. It just turns out it's only a matter of time. They are this close to having Michael Bay direct a, That's how they uh, a Fast and Furious movie. They're just in disguise. Did he did Michael freeze? I think he had Okay. Michael, you're back? Uh I think he's back. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you guys. Okay. No worries. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You broke up for for a little bit. Um 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, Archie. Okay. I would also love to see Arch. Has Archie crossed over with Riverdale? I know it sounds funny. <laughs> it sounds weird. But like, because Riverdale is an alternate they, universe they version really, of Archie. I, I mean, I'm not a big Archie guy, but I, I always thought that Riverdale and Archie was the same thing. <laughs> it is, but it isn't. Yeah, it's an alternate. Yeah, it's an alternate universe technically. But, they have uh, comics that are based off the show, and they have Archie. Comics. Right. They've never like yeah. merged. No. It's the more right. adult version of Archie. You know, it's the more. Yeah. Uh, so eh, whatever. Um. So so for this show, we're gonna be talking about the the comics that we read uh, this week. But before we do, what comics are you into, regardless of the weeks? Like, you know, comics that come out whatever, like recently. Uh, like what else, like, what are you guys reading these days? Uh, I've been keeping up with a lot of uh, Power Rangers. I've like, ever since the beginning of, since it's been with Boom, I have been there like since issue nine. So mm. I, I've been keeping up with Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And then there's this new, there's a new one that just came out, uh, that came out a couple weeks ago, uh, Power Rangers, uh, unlimited but i was unfortunately hmm. at college i just picked it up the other day because i was at college i just got home so uh, okay yeah and uh so i've been that so i just picked up that i i just picked up the new robin series i love the new dc uh the new dc stories that they've been doing the yeah infinite, infinite frontier dude it is amazing yeah. and I, I think that robin it's like yo i'm the baddest dude up in here i'm gonna kick everybody's ass because i'm i'm awesome is dude, just ending, man, it's just the best. It's just the best. Yeah, I haven't gotten to read it yet, though. But uh, yeah. oh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's been out for God knows how long. But uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'm super excited to read that. But yeah, that's usually what I read. I I, I keep up with the Power Rangers. I keep up with it, with uh, independent stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm across the board. I everything Marvel, DC. The indies are phenomenal. I think more people should be getting into the indies. Yeah. Not that I don't play the Marvel DC books. They're obviously the right. classic. They have the consistently good stories. They're fun. They're great. And they're fantastic. But the indies yeah. are really if you want to get a really rich, drawn out story and crazy art. Like that's 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 going to be the place to go. And that's where I love. Like a good quarter of what what I read is is, is indie books for sure. But all around, mm. I love I love all of them. I, I collect. I have a massive amount of DC. A massive amount of Marvel. I still do all this too. Yeah, uh, Ben. What is the one series that you can't do without? Um, I, if it's not obvious at this point. Uh, the, the power industry i think i'm just so far invested I am, <laughs> I am so invested into the story i grew up i've seen every episode of power rangers i've watched every movie i've read every book power rangers and me we're like this you know you so, what's that have you ever been to power, one of the power, power morphicons power morphicon no i actually have not had the chance to go to one yet uh but there are a lot of people that see me on tiktok now they're just like, man, I can't wait to see you at a Power Morphicon. You let me know. Yeah, you definitely need to go. They're amazing. Yeah, no, no. I feel like I'm going to be recognized if I do uh, because I make so much Power Ranger content. But uh, yeah, you know, and I'm like, plus, you know, I'm also like tight with the people who created Power Rangers Unworthy, uh, you, know, you know, Colin Bass with Power Rangers Shattered Pass, ATO Worldwide, who does the music for all that, like. Me and Power Rangers, we are, we're we, we got like this bond that 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 is stronger than than a marriage. Okay. Okay, so, that's fair. Uh, yeah, but that's that's it. Yeah, I, I think Power Rangers is, is the one because I, I I'm so invested. I have a whole box dedicated to it. So yeah. Um, question then for Ben. Uh, Ben, if you had to create your own original Ranger for you to be, what color would it be, and what like 
thing of a theme would it be? I don't know. You could pick any theme and pick a subset of that. Okay. Uh, If I were to make my own, I would probably be um, a Red Ranger, obviously, because because I'd want to lead the team. I usually go for blue, but but if I'm going to lead a team, I'm going to be red. No questions asked. Um, I do love SPD. That that's one of my favorite seasons. So I mean, obviously. So okay. uh, like, is that your phone? That's my phone case. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I uh, that's one of my so future space cops is super cool. So I would definitely go to the future with it, and I would probably have like dinosaurs. So dinosaur megazords. So like. Okay. Like, so what like, dinosaur would you be? If I were well, I if I were a dinosaur, I'd probably pick a. I'd be a red triceratops. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, Blue Ranger's my favorite. Billy Cranston is my favorite ranger of all time. Yeah. So might as well go after his, but I'd be a red ranger. Okay. All but right. I have like in the Power Rangers Unworthy, I am technically canon in in that timeline, but I've never been seen on screen. Uh, I'm basically a version of Billy Cranston that is like silly. Like they call me Silly Billy, so. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm basically like I'm like a little uh what what is it Batmite? I'm basically the Batmite of Billy Cranston. Oh okay. Yeah, it, like it, okay. It's like, like I'm like a cartoony like version, and I'm I'm yeah. thinking about writing up a short for him because he hasn't been able to post because due to COVID. So I was like, mm. dude, what if you do a Skype call of you trying to enlist me for the big fight? And then I just like die. <laughs> so I was like, he's like. All right, so, yeah. All right. Uh, Michael, what's the series that you can't live without? Like, every, like you, got only, you only have money for one series. What's that one series that never gets dropped? Well, that's, I'm already living without it. It's Saga over at Image. Like, it's been on hiatus for ridiculously too long. Brian yeah. Brian's been going the year, and here we are at almost three. Like, yeah. yeah. How are you living without it? That, that book is phenomenal. I reread that all the time. And if I, anything else, probably also Invincible. Or Batman, honestly, one yeah. out of those three. I can't choose. Okay. Okay. So I so being that Invincible isn't around anymore, uh, and Saga isn't. Batman would be your number one. Like Batman, no matter what. I won't say that. Of course, Saga's gonna come back. They left it on the biggest cliffhanger. No, no, no. Of course, it's gonna come back. But yes, yeah. if I have to, then yeah, probably Batman. I think that overall has just such captivating stories on the on the regular yeah. basis. So I can continually be uh, enjoy that. Enjoy Are you a fan of Ghostmaker? You fan of the fan oh, of new character guy? Yeah, he's been yeah. fun. Like, I I didn't know what they were gonna do with him when he first first arrived, but I kind of yeah. especially like the bat backup stories with him has been really fun. So that's been really yeah. Cool. I I can't wait till I get to go to con- cons again, and I'm I want to see people dressed up as Ghostmaker. That's a oh, yeah, like a I kick-ass costume. Oh, nice Moon Knight costume! Like, dude, no, no. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. I can't wait to see a Red X now that Red X is making his appearances again. Oh, yeah. yeah think about cool. all yeah, yeah, think about all the characters that have yet to come out at Comic-Con for cosplay off of these past two years well, I mean, that, like, probably, cons have been... People probably have dressed up as Red X, but it's been a long time. I remember making a video yeah. of Thera, because he was going to come back for Future State, and I made a video, because I thought, it, I think it's Tim Drake under the mask, not Jason Todd. And... Well, yeah, yeah I don't think it's Jason Todd. You don't think it's one of the one of the kids from the Academy? Uh, well, I haven't read Titans Academy yet, but so oh. far, I think it's Jason Todd. Uh, not Jason Todd. Okay. I think it's Tim Drake because uh, the Tim Drake Future State storyline takes about, place about three months after 
before the Titans and uh, okay, and apparently Batman's gone missing and that and I was just like that could ruin somebody, and yeah, and Red X is known to be uh, quite a bit smarter than Nightwing. I mean, yeah. it would only make sense that it is Tim Drake under that mask. Yeah. And everybody In, was just like, POV, you, rem- you just remembered who Red X was. And I was just like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, In, ti- In <laughs> Titans Academy, though, right now, and I don't want to spoil anything, Red X has been popping up, and it's a mystery, and they're dropping yes. clues, but they're trying. So they're tr- essentially hinting that it's one of these new students is Red X, but that Nightwing has a history as Red X. They yeah. merged that piece of, like, yeah. lore into, like, the main Earth Prime or whatever. Uh, yeah. Which I like. I so. love all the students, too. That book is really fun. and Because you get the, the dramatic tension from the from the students, which I love, and their character development. But then you also get the original Titans. You get Cyborg back with the Titans, which I really like. Yeah. And the relationship and, between Nightwing and uh, Dick Grayson and Corey. Like, I think that's going to be a really big thing, too. And they kind of yep. hint at his relationship with ba- uh, Barbara Gordon, too. Like, uh, that book is ridiculously layered. And I really that's why it. I think it's Tim Drake. It just makes sense. Or Damien. Are we are we gonna are we gonna put are we gonna put together a betting like a pool? We're gonna pool like a red start pool. betting on it. What a, a red, red pool? pool. We, because we can't say Deadpool because of DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, well, it's a red yeah. pool. In uh, in Harley in in a Harley comic, it was Red Tool. I red think. Tool. Yeah. Red yeah. Tool. Yeah. Um. So uh, what? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of like what a uh, a comic that we all read this week. Um, we could we could start anywhere. So like, let's just say, did did you guys read Heroes Reborn? Did everybody read Heroes Reborn? Is that the ben, Spider Man? It's the uh, big there's, event book. Yeah, it's there's there were three Heroes Reborn titles that came out uh, this week. Heroes Reborn number two, and then there was Heroes Reborn Hyperion and the Imperial Guard, and then there was. Heroes Reborn, Peter Parker, The Amazing Shutterbug. I read the Shutterbug one. But you didn't read the main title one. No, I didn't know there was a whole thing. Like I said, I don't keep okay. up with Marvel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, well, let's let's talk about the Shutterbug. I, one, I just can't cool. take it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with. Uh, I'm. Oh, uh, Lord of Sussex is now following. Uh, thanks for following, Lords of, Lord of Sussex. I also don't know if it's one of us. So <laughs> let me know if one of you guys is Lord of Sussex. We got our own Red X situation here. One of you guys is... Uh, Who's the imposter? Uh, yeah. yeah. It could be any one of them. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, so, uh, yeah let's, let's talk about uh, Peter Parker and the amazing Shutterbug. Where where did I have a... You turned them into Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, that, I, I was getting Jimmy Olsen vibes. I love it. They, from, I was literally thinking to myself, yeah, who would I fight at this Olsen. point? Like who takes the better yeah. photos, Spider Man, or Peter Parker, or Jimmy Olsen? Who who's the better photographer? I mean, they they even they, um, Hyperion. I noticed that one of Hyperion's like actually like he says that in his head on stop all these like he's always Peter Parker. This Parker kid's always trying to be one of my pals. Like Jimmy Olsen, Superman's pal, kind of hint. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thing too, so that was really fun. Yeah, um, I didn't get to I didn't get to read it, but what's the okay? So I mean, let's try, just talk generally. Heroes Reborn, shall we? And what kind of what is going on with this, like, almost mini event? Because, yeah. it, 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 like, not all Marvel titles are tying into Heroes Reborn. But basically, from what we know, Coulson has some sort of deal with the devil that is Mephisto. Mephisto's not technically the devil, but, you know, Coulson has, like, he got brought out of hell 
uh, Blade is the only person who knows what this new reality is like. So it's kind of like House of M. But then they're also kind of... House of M, but with Avengers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like House of M, but with Avengers. But then also it's using the... It's it's satirizing DC Comics through Marvel. Marvel Supreme is Marvel's Justice League. Hyperion is right. you have two man, you're the main main guys. It's it's what if Marvel didn't have Spider-Man or didn't have Fantastic yeah, basically, Four? Basically, yeah. Who would stick out? But what Marvel, but with the Justice League. So that's really yeah. Fun. And we're seeing characters that we know, but they're not the Avengers. So Tony Stark is still selling weapons, like in this reality. He's yep. not Iron Man, he's just a weapons dealer. Uh we see the Hulk. Uh Captain America's still stuck in ice. Uh you know, uh, Blade is the only one who knows that the Avengers existed, and this is weird world where Coulson is president. Yeah, and yeah, I, it's I weird. Jason Aaron and Ed McGuinness, Jason Aaron writing and Ed McGuinness doing the art, like these these top tier Marvel writer and artist guy, like it's phenomenal uh, on how they're really bringing this. I love these kind of like not big overarching stories either. Like big universe has to every issue has to tie in with every other issue, like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's fine if it's really thought through. Like, I thought Secret Wars, John Hickman's Secret Wars did a really good job of tying everything in. Um, but I needed a break from the other ones, like King Black and then, like, uh, War of the Realms before that. Like, yeah. that stuff really kind of was, was a big tiring because all those had been planned. And so having this kind of by itself, really kind of, like, what-if story, which is yeah. really cool. I really think this is a really good break. Plus, I trust Jason Aaron. He's such a solid writer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's kind of cool is we see characters like Peter Parker or Gwen Stacy playing almost DC versions of themselves. So Peter Parker is like Jimmy Olsen. Uh, Gwen Stacy, I think, is going to be like Batgirl to Nighthawk. Yeah. Who's their Batman, Batman, right? And so we're kind of getting these weird like DC pastiches. And then with the villains, they're combining two villains together to make a new villain. So Doom has the Juggernaut's uh, gem of Cytorak. Yeah. Um, like, seriously, though, that was so cool. Yeah, like, yeah. Dr. Juggernaut, he's so cool. Dr. Juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, there's also Black Skull. Black Skull? Yeah, I Black, think Skull, Black Skull. Which is Venom and Red Skull put together. There's all these, like, uh, uh, things there. And then uh, in the recent one, you see Hyperion go up against, like, uh, a beyonder, but he he's kind of like Mister Mixospitalik. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's and, like the he mentioned it. He's like this fourth world yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, there was also there's there the uh, there's the silver silver witch as well, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Oh Quicksilver. yes, yeah, yeah. She's a villain now in, in this one, so she never. Yeah, right. Uh, so I, I I'm really I'm just interested. Like I'm real willing to read it just to see like what they do with it. Kind of like Infinity yeah. Warps. Yeah, yeah. That the, from the way you guys are explaining it, like, uh, like it was after Absolute Carnage that I really like jumped off of Marvel because you know I I mm. put all of my money into that and yeah <laughs> I got nothing out of it so I was just like you know I'm not gonna buy every issue, but uh you know now that I'm seeing like these what if stories I might actually go back to read Heroes Reborn because so because this book was very interesting I like the idea I I I started collecting on what ifs you know I I used to pick yeah. up what ifs all the time. And so That's what is, yeah, you know, and uh, what, what ifs are something that I, I, that I enjoy reading, you know? So, and this is basically like a, what if universe. And I, I, enjoy yeah, that. 
it's what if like but with an amalgam comics kind of twist yeah, right yeah Doctor strange fate oh he's my favorite amalgam yeah music come back too. yeah uh, what's the premise? What's the premise of the issue of the like? Uh, I'll, I'll pose this to Ben. What's the premise of the Shutterbug issue? Like, um, what, what, what happens in that one? You're, it's Pete, all right. Peter, to do spoilers. Uh, Peter doesn't get uh, bitten. He gets pushed out of the way by Flash Thompson, and and he just goes home, lives his normal life, and okay. uh, and um, a, a catastrophe happens with this Superman knockoff dude, and yeah. uh, he uh, <laughs> he basically uh, he knocks down a building with where aunt may was inside and Aunt oh. May died and, ben, wow. and uncle ben needed help so instead of going to college uh peter parker said i'm gonna work at the uh, daily bugle and and basically uh help out uncle ben and then he but while he was in college he was working on these drone spider things like uh what well, it's hard to explain they're like drone but they're they're drones with cameras oh, i don't know why yeah, that was okay. hard for me to explain but uh they, he created those, and he said, I could use these to help me take photography around. And I guess, like, towards the end of the book, something happened. He grew, like, robotic spider arms, and that's where it ended. Oh. Okay. I mean, is he, it a throwback to yeah, kind of... Oh, uh, sorry. Michael, Michael, I mean, if I missed that? anything, go for it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he gets bit again. There's, there's just some weird, like, space alien spider at the end that he gets bit again. He got... Okay. Like, space oh, alien spider. All right. Like, the, the arachnid Spider-Man version of himself at the end. So. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. No, he, ben, you're completely right. Yeah, that, that was that was a good explanation. Uh, which is, I mean, it, it kind of harkens back to when Jimmy Olsen used to get a different power every every month, right? Yeah, right. Jimmy Olsen, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you guys read the Hyperion uh, Imperial Guard one? I I did not. That the only one I read was Shutterbug. Unfortunately, I I didn't know okay. there were others. I it's I think they may have sold out. If I'm going to be honest. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, it seems to be a very fairly self-contained uh, uh, kind of event. Right here, I'm posting the cover of the Hyperion and the Imperial Guard, uh, which we learn in in Heroes Reborn Two that the Imperial Guard get taken over by the Brood. The Brood, yeah. So okay. this, uh, is, I mean, this is obviously a prequel. Hyperion and Imperial Guard. This when he's younger, he's getting started. Yeah. Is it just me, or do you guys get a Homelander vibes from from this dude as well? From Hyperion? Well, yeah, of course. If you read uh, the main series, he's all about truth, justice, and the American way, red-blooded American yeah. Uh, yeah. defends red-blooded American man and way to do it like that's. that's I, I, I don't know curious. if it's just like the blonde hair, but I mean, he was literally part of the reason that Aunt May died, so I just don't like him. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you yeah. killed yeah. Aunt. <laughs> you yeah. killed Melissa Tomei, dude. You're, you're screwed. All right. It wasn't Michael. Aunt May, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hot Aunt May. Uh, uh, Michael, did you read Heroes Reborn too? I did, yeah. Uh, that one just really quickly. I I, I just want to touch on um, the Hulk is essentially Bizarro for some reason because of the reality rewrites. Hulk is essentially Bizarro to Hyperion, and yeah. the Hulk with his backwards talk and his his like his mindset, he does know that something's wrong with reality. So in a way, yeah. he's smarter than everybody in that respect. And then Hyperion kills him, straight up. Like even says he's like, I, I'm I'm allowed to do this. I, I'm just gonna, you know, you put me off too long. I, I'm just gonna do it. And he just, I beat yeah. him and destroys him. And even does it a second time just to make sure it's done. You know, like right. it's, oh, it was completely brutal. He's exactly has a homelander vibe to him. Like that's, but that's kind yeah. of the, that's kind of the Squadron Supreme ever since their incarnation. Like 
they are they are meant to do good. They want to do good, but they have a much different version of what good looks like. Yeah, right. Right, it's very fascist. Uh, like, oh, just there's a chance that the Squadron Supreme could actually show up in this series at all. In, in which series, the Hero, Heroes Reborn? Yeah. Uh they've been showing up here and there. Each character kind of gets a yeah. yeah. It's about them. Oh, okay. Like, it's essentially they've rewritten reality so this Justice League type yeah team is now the Avengers of the Marvel Universe. Oh, there's okay, no Avengers. You. It's the Justice League, but it's not the Justice League. It's Squadron yeah, Supreme. Right. Oh, so it's Marvel putting the middle finger up to uh, to DC. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 I think, uh, Michael... They've been around forever. They've been around forever. Power Princess. Yeah. Uh, Michael, your connection, your your internet connection might be a little bit off, just so you know. Because you're coming in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh... Let's see. Uh, I know that that Ben wanted to bring up Batman Fortnite zero point two. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it 0.2 or zero point one that you read recently? Are you up to uh, date? There's two I issues. To, uh, yeah, I've read both of them. Like I just, I'm holding okay. uh, issue two right here. Uh, okay. Basically, uh, him and Catwoman basically trying to figure out like what this big storm thing is. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I'm sure everybody knows what Fortnite is at this point. Uh, you know, a bunch of people go into the game, kill each other, and uh, then they, they whoever's on top is the victory royale, you know? Yeah. But there's a storm that will slowly shrink to get the players closer together so that way the game doesn't just go on forever, you know? And uh, Batman keeps is, like, having memory loss every, like, 22 minutes, and he, he he knows who Catwoman is. He knows who Harley Quinn is, but he can't put his finger on it. So he's been putting right. like little notes on his battering, on his arm, all that jazz. And yeah, and it, it's just so interesting. But the thing I, I like about th- this book is like I am a big fan of the amalgam universe that we were talking about earlier. And uh-huh. there's a character named Access that is created by that's owned by both DC and Marvel. Now, uh, what it's literally Axis's job to keep Marvel and DC from crossing over, and Fortnite yeah. is not helping this guy's situation whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because um, j- sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt, Ben. Uh, just really quick, we are getting rushed by uh, Amelia Rose's uh, uh, show that just ended, and she's bringing yeah. over her viewers here, uh, who may or may not be comic book fans. Uh, but I want to uh, uh, just say welcome. We are talking comic books here on Comic Talk. So we have 164 people watching us right now uh, as they come into the room. Uh, we are talking about comic books. Uh, we're talking about the uh, the releases of comics that just came out this week. Um, but uh, if you like comics, if you're interested in comics, if you've never seen a comic before in your life, but you are interested in the stories uh, <laughs> that they tell, uh, whether it be the movies or whatnot, uh, we're just talking about the uh, issues that came out right now. And uh, uh, if anyone has any questions about superheroes or comics, feel free to uh, 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 leave a message in the chat and talk to us because we'd be more than happy to answer questions, especially for new time viewers or new time readers uh, or, or so on and so forth. Uh, but sorry, Ben. Uh, what yeah, no, no, I noticed the big jump. I was wanting you to say something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this for like access is literally meant to keep the Marvel and DC universe not to become amalgam universe and right fortnite is now introducing literally I, it's comic book canon like with because the the 616 
Thor literally came into Fortnite what last last month I think, and then right. now, now For, Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite's been bringing in so many different people like Predator and Sarah Connor from like Terminator, the like for the Mandalorian, people Avengers, from Walking yeah. Dead. So whether or not people are playing Fortnite or not, just know that like uh you could get these random characters to like pop in on Fortnite. Uh so like tying in Ben with what you were saying, like there really isn't any actual barrier between these franchises anymore right. cuz Fortnite's bringing in everybody and uh that's super weird, but like also kind of cool to be a right. fan in this day and age. Exactly. It's a good way to get a, a, us nerds to play. I mean, that's the, the reason why it got me to play was because I, I wanted to see what Thor was up to. And yeah. uh, <laughs> that was the only reason why I played. And uh, Wolverine, I hate him uh, because I had to defeat. Gosh, man. Oh, I, when well, you I have to defeat him in the forest, right? Dude, I wanted to. And he to... creeps up on you. You got to creep yeah, up on no, him. Yeah, no, man. I almost got him one time and some kid just killed me. And I was like, you <laughs> suck, man. Like, yeah. like, I was there for five hours trying. I just gave up at that point. But, yeah. I, but I've, I've never really played Fortnite besides that. Uh, I mean, I know Beast Boy is a playable character, so I just re-downloaded it. You know, like, uh, I don't think he was a vegetarian before Greg Sykes played him. You know? No. No. Was he not? He was not. I I, I was. Oh. I remember listening to a podcast called Talking Tunes where he was talking to Rob Paulson about it, and uh, he said, "You know, I tried to adapt myself into Beast Boy, and I asked if we could make him vegetarian because oh. you know Greg Sipes is vegetarian." At least yeah. they never mentioned it in the comics beforehand. So yeah, yeah. Um, you ever thought like Beast Boy and Poison Ivy could hook up? Maybe I don't know. No. I think they're green. Would they? Just because they're green. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, I think well, he's too animal the Hulk for in there and baby, baby, baby Yoda Hulk. <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, a green banana, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll throw it all in there. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, just, just yeah we can all. call them the greens, green. you know. <laughs> What's that one squad from the Powerpuff Girls? The Green Squad. <laughs> oh, the oh, Gang yeah. Green Gang. The Gang <laughs> Green Gang. Yeah. Better be seeing them yeah. a lot like the show, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I've been, I, I, I had a TikTok about uh, the new Powerpuff Girls show, and I'm like, I can see them doing the gang green gang. Oh, totally. That's super, easily. That's, a, that's an easy. Yeah. One. I would hope Mojo Jojo, that's going to be a different story. But no, Mojo Jojo is going to be super tough. They got to be careful. Yeah. Him is going to be creepy. They got better make him. Him like will be him. creepy. Oh, yeah, dude. But like, there's the amoeba gang, too. They're literally yeah. amoebas, but, but like human size. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, for this new Powerpuff, I know we're getting off topic, but uh, <laughs> uh, like I, I've always, I've, I've been wanting to tell somebody this for a while. I think the main yeah. character, you guys remember that little rich girl that always wanted to be a Powerpuff girl? Oh, pow, uh, I think she's been, yeah, right? yeah, bitch. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think that's her name. <laughs> I, 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 but uh, but <laughs> I, I think that's yeah. I, it. Rhymes with that, I think. But uh, yeah. It was. I think she's gonna be the main character, main like villain of the show. She's like gonna be the popular girl. They're all gonna be in their twenties. That does seem the easiest to do. Live action. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Princess Morbucks. I was totally close, man. Very close. Yeah, I, I, well, I was in, so in, close. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? I, you, I bet that's wanna... gonna be a joke in the in the show too. The princess bitch? Is that what you said? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's like a, the princess, princess bride, but she's a bitch. 
Okay. We'll, we'll see if the power of girls has that. Um, uh, Michael. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. But, uh, Michael, uh, what's another, what's another comic that you read this week? Uh, this week? Well, let's yeah. see. Another cool one that I read this week. There was there's a bunch of different ones. They, what I say, there was uh, Carmen uh, from Image Comics by Gillian March, art uh, art and written by Gillian March. Oh, okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put up the image for Carmen. Uh, I want you to pitch us Carmen because I have never even heard of this comic. Neither have I. Okay. Uh, and it's on issue three. And yeah. I want you to give your best pitch to make us interested in getting this comic. Sure, not totally. only us, not only us, but the users out there, the, not the user, the use, they're not drug addicts. They're not users, but uh, the audience out there. Should yeah, I say. Let's go ahead and get them hooked, hooked on comics. Let's, yeah. Let's, get them hooked on comics. Um, Carmen is a story. It's, it's, it's definitely more for a mature audience. It's, it's, it's a story about life and death and the main character. Uh, I'm not spoiling anything. She kills herself. And, and it's about her story with this, her ghost and her kind of going through her current life and her mistakes and wanting to kind of take everything back. So it's, it's honestly crazy dark, but actually also immensely funny. It's hmm. this dark humor that really kind of is real. Like it's such a real book, uh, which is kind of crazy to find in comics, but like it, you kind of hit home with the main character and how she's kind of like diving into herself, even after she already it, you know, took her own life. Like it's it's such an in-depth comic and the art is phenomenal. Gillian March is primarily an artist, and this is kind of his first go with writing. He's done a lot of Batman books. He was the main artist on New 52 Catwoman. Like he he's done a, he just did finished up with um Batman with uh James with James Tynan with uh, the Prelude yeah. Joker War. And so like this is his first jump on writing, and it's it's I think he's hitting it out of the park. This is one of my favorite yeah. indie reads, and it's it's if you're looking for something. Uh, existential and it comes to like kind of fitting home to like who you are and like enjoying life even after death like it's 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 really good again super dark but it's funny what what's really cool about indie comics for anyone out there who doesn't know like independent comics are neither marvel nor dc they're not this huge universe necessarily uh they're they're kind of cohesive stories that you know maybe go for six issues and that's it maybe they go for 12 whatever they have a like a, a start and an end and it's a story that you can hop on never having read any other comics in your life so like is carmen a good story they're three issues in only is that a, is that a good story for like people who like that subject matter that oh, this is a super right. easy book to if you if you've never read a comic book in your life and you just enjoy this kind of like deep thought-provoking kind of storytelling perfect and it's only i believe it's like five or six issues storyline and that's it do you when the trade comes out if you pick that up that's the storyline and it's really kind of a good way to get you into comics and get you into like indies are really great ways to get into comics. I know Marvel and DC are very intimidating because of how much yeah. history they have. That's like one of right. the questions I always get when I, uh, in my work, where should, how can I start? I'm really scared to jump into Marvel DC because I don't know where to start. First off, it's actually pretty easy, but I can see how it's very intimidating. But right. Indie, on the other hand, you can pick up volume one of indie and that's the story. You don't need to know anything else. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to love the characters and you're going to want to read more. Yeah, um, definitely independent comics are, uh, are are kind of where it's at for for new readers, uh, people who want to kind of be part of that art, you know, like that reading that art and that sequential art. Um, 
we got we got a good amount of viewers out there. For anyone who's out there, we uh, this is Comic Talk where we're talking comics uh, with two amazing guests uh, that are on this episode. Uh, we got Michael Mead, we got Ben Schubert. Um, for anyone out there who hasn't followed The Keeg here at volume.com slash The Keeg Show, uh, click follow. Uh, we do Comic Talk on Thursday nights. We do The Keeg Back, which is just a, a fun show with some guests. We do that Friday nights. Uh, we talk uh, uh, different discussion topics on Saturdays, every other Saturday. And uh, sometimes we do after shows for certain Marvel TV shows. We do after shows for that. So uh, definitely click follow wherever you guys are watching uh, this this episode of Comic Talk, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And ask us questions in the in the chat if you do have questions. Uh, Michael just got done talking about Carmen, uh, and uh, there are three issues into that series. Uh, but that definitely, I I like the way you pitch it, Michael. I'm gonna read Carmen. Uh, you know, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. Looks ben, you you said you were reading an indie comic, right? You showed was- me a picture. Yeah, I, I was reading. Uh, it's it's called Time Before Time. Uh, I didn't. Get, I haven't. I actually. I unfortunately couldn't get around to reading it. But uh, okay. But um, everybody like. When, I'm sure you know about Wednesday pull list. I'm sure you guys both know about Lex. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I had I, Lex on uh, last week. I had okay. Lex on the show. Yeah. It, he when I told him when I mentioned I because I do this little thing on my TikTok where I say what I picked up at the comic book store this week, and. Yeah. Uh, basically he was like i'm glad you got that so and the guy at the comic book store i was like because i was like hey dude i'm being i'm gonna be on a podcast where we're talking about the most recent comics and uh he was just i was like is there anything big in like indie and he literally pointed this book out immediately so it seems like it's going to be interesting and i i will keep you updated on it um i will most likely make a tiktok about it or something about it so. yeah all right cool 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 i recommend this for for this week as well that's what i i also do on every Monday of every week, I put out my my recommends for for the weekend. Okay. That was one of my my top indie ones. Was, uh, it's such a cool book. That one and last week was Good Asian are probably the big indie books this month. I really I heard really Good Asian it. is good. Um, good I've is I've good. met the writer. I've met the writer before. Uh, Pornsack. Oh, nice. yeah. Um, um, and uh, uh, I'm interested in reading his work. I I actually have his email. I'm, I could hit. I could technically hit him up if he That's- still has the same email. That book, though, I know it's last week. Yeah, get him on a podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, good to Asian. I know, like I said, that's last week. First off, on the surface, it's just this amazing detective story, which is great. I love detective noir stories. But then underneath it, it's so so much layered because it's so much touching on big subject matters that are going on that are pretty relevant in our world today and, you know, having to do with racism and and class classists and things like that. So that was that was such a cool read. And I think it's I don't think that book gets enough credit for for what it is. I think it yeah. needs to be read more for sure. Good agent. Um speak speaking speaking of uh that, I mean that's a pretty good segue. Basically, this week DC released uh Festival of Heroes, uh the Asian superhero celebration. So basically what DC is doing uh with this is it's kind of a compilation of stories. Uh, about the uh, uh, characters that are either Asian or, or Asian descent in DC Comics. So this is something specific to DC Comics. We're talking heroes like Batman, Superman, obviously are not Asian themselves, but there are characters in that universe that are, and these are uh, this this issue, this this oversized issue is kind of chock full of all these stories, whether they're short stories or stories that are like uh, five to ten pages long. Um, exploring these different things. Did you guys? Did you guys read this one? I read the whole thing. The the whole thing. 
Yeah, I read it. The today. whole thing. Why do you think yeah, I didn't get around to reading other stuff? Man? It is a. It was a lot, right? Like yeah, that's why thick. I didn't get around to reading them. But it wasn't that thick. But I, it was like a. Yeah, and I wrote like a note about every single story because every story, when I was reading it, each story had like an underlying lying like meaning, like a story yeah. to it. And the thing I liked about it was that it didn't. Uh, y- y- a thing that I've noticed on my TikTok page when I talk about you know, like this new Captain America, they'd be like, oh, they're just going to make it all about race or they're going to make it all about their sexuality. Right. Honestly, they didn't even mention that they were Asian at all. And I, right. you know, like, I mean, I think the only one that really did was the uh, Festival of Heroes written by Amy Chu. And it, it really took a deep um, dive in, you know which one I'm talking about? It, yeah, took yeah, a yeah. Deep, it took a deep dive into racism in America today. And That's the Katana one. Right. Yes. The katana, yeah. cyborg, cyborg and blue beetle. And blue I was beetle. just like, uh, yeah. And then, and then a bunch of like, uh, I guess like there was like a racist cult that had a stone that yeah. brings out the worst yeah. in you. And I guess yeah. the worst in them was that they, they don't like immigrants and, right. uh, and Knights I, of the dragon. I mean, th- it did say that they were racist beforehand, but then that stone also gave them powers to yeah. then push around people. Yeah, kind of whoop their ass, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I I appreciate it. It was it was really good. It didn't feel forced. It was very well put together. You know, like I I very much enjoy, that was one of my favorite ones. You know, there was other ones about like Black Lightning and don't judge a uh, don't judge somebody by the way they look. You know, judge right. them by who they are. Or right. the I or the first one that came up about uh, Cassandra Kane. You know. You yeah. don't need to speak to be a good person. You just right. need to do the right thing. You right. Know? It just had um, a whole bunch of underlining tones, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. I was talking about this with a, another TikToker, um, um, just because we were chatting about it today. Uh, Alexis Blake reads comics, uh, and she has a really good uh, TikTok. I don't know if you've, you've seen her, but she has really good analyses of like uh, all this stuff. And and I was talking to her because Marvel, Marvel released, and, and this, okay, this comes from, I'm I, I'm a man. I'm a guy. I'm speaking about this topic, but it's um, the women of Marvel. It, it, they did they did one recently with Marvel, kind of like DC did here with with Asian and Asian American characters. But they did one with all their female characters in Marvel, and I felt like that was a bit of a miss, not for, a miss for me because I'm a man. But I just I I I think they dropped the ball on it, and I've heard from other female creators that they. Should they felt like they did as well. I don't want to speak for anyone else specifically, right. but what I'm trying to say yeah. is, uh, what's up? No, yeah, it's Michael. Good. No, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but with with this, and I can speak from my own uh, experiences as well. But then also, like as as a fan, uh, I think they did a really good job uh, with this Festival of Heroes, and it's it's not the characters never have to say. Uh, they don't have to come out and be like, uh, yell, like at the start of every comic, I'm Chinese, I'm whatever. It's not yeah, about that. Yeah. But but what it does show us is that like these characters, <clears throat> and rightfully so, their life experiences are, their, their heritage does affect their life experience in one way or another, right? And yeah. so like you really see that and like DC dug deep to get some of these characters like, like bringing you know uh, Cheshire uh, back, and they brought Leanne back, who who is Cheshire and Roy Harper's daughter, and like bringing her back from the dead um, uh, was cool, and it was it's cool to see her. And so, 
I was a really big fan of this one. In fact, I need to go out and I need to, I'm, I'm going to buy the physical copy. Cause that looks like that has a spine, right? Ben? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's like a tree. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I love the spine bucks, and I bucks. can put that in my, okay. All right. Michael, did you have any, did you have any thoughts about that one? Yeah, that one's really good. I, I do want to give Marvel a little bit of credit because I know they're, yeah, they're women, uh, women one didn't do very hot and I agree with that one, but their Marvel voices line, uh, focuses a lot on, uh, uh people of color and things. That, what's the, that was what's really the Marvel Voices line? More people should check out that. Yeah, it's, it? It, it focuses on the Marvel characters. Uh, like there's uh, Miles Morales and Power Man and Storm, and then a lot of like uh, and those stories were really good too. And I don't think people talked about it enough. And so yeah. I agree. This new uh, DC book was actually really well thought out, and they took a lot of care with it. And I thought that was really important. But I also think Marvel did it very well too with, with the Marvel Voices series. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely check out the Marvel Voices. Yeah, totally. Okay, all right. Um, uh, are you guys? Oh, did you guys read Amazing Spider-Man? The so, King King's yeah. Ransom, giant sized. I got like through half of it. Oh, did you <laughs> yeah. understand what was going on? No. No, that's fair. That's fair. No, uh, what's going on? it's expecting you to know what's going on in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like a conclusion. Like I read the beginning of it, like the because you know I, that's one thing that Marvel does that I do appreciate. They they do like a forward uh, explaining what was going, what's been going on. Uh, right. You know, it. Yeah, but it, it was kind of all over the place, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they were wrapping up storylines that like you weren't necessarily invested in, which makes I mean I get it. Yeah. Because uh, they've been building up Boomerang as like a good guy. And then they realize there's the twist is it's all been part of a long con, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, it he's been hit me a little bit. Like yeah. Couple years now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Aries in the chat. What's up, Aries? I see you. Aries has joined the crowd. Uh, I see you. Venom Hammer earlier joined the crowd, and then Steph as well. Oh, Danny Baby said hi. I'm sorry I didn't see that, Danny Baby. Um, sorry. Uh, this is how I lose fans. <laughs> they're like you got one shot dimitri one shot you answer you we answer this high otherwise i'm out of here <laughs> um <laughs> uh, aries uh says hi aries did you read anything this week let me uh let me know hopefully the show has been really uh good for like recommendations and like things to uh things to pick up um what 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 else did you guys read what else did i read this week um I feel like Michael, you probably you you uh well I mean I asked you guys earlier like what you guys read and I did not uh memorize it. Fantastic Four issue 32, which is the start of the new Doom story. Yeah, okay, both of you guys read that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I this was actually a really good place to jump in. Actually, this is part one of the uh Doom wedding storyline. And you really I mean it's easy to jump in on this issue. There's a lot that's been happening in Fantastic Four. Um, Dan Slott's uh, writing, and I think he's been doing a really solid job. He was a Spider-Man writer for a very, very long time. And I really enjoy this issue, especially because it's focusing not really on the main. Uh, it doesn't focus a lot on Reed or Sue, which usually you get the big brunt of the storyline. So you're focusing a lot on Johnny and the thing and their lives yeah. right now. And then it's going to jump into what Doom is doing, which I really enjoyed. I thought, you know, really kind of diving into uh, who Johnny is and his struggles. 
you know, and he doesn't seem very layered as being a playboy, but he kind of is actually. So um, I really enjoyed it. And if you're liking Fantastic Four when it gets started, this is actually a really good issue to jump on. Issue 32. Okay. Uh, ben, what do you, you think about uh, uh, this issue? Basically everything Michael said. I, I like the fact that it focused on Johnny a little more than it did Sue and, uh, and, and Reed. Sue and Reed. Uh, and I, I like the fact that, you know, it, it's been like, it's what, the 20-year anniversary? 60-year. 60-year anniversary for... Oh, wow. For the, for the Fantastic Four. And it, it, was it 1961? That was when three, I believe. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be 60 years then. It would be 60. It would have to be 61, right? Kirby oh, and Lee, man, the legendary run, their Fantastic Four run, uh, Jack Kirby and and Stanley, man. Uh, I mean, it says 60 years in the corner, so I yeah. I so if it says 60 years, it has to be 1961, right? Oh yeah. Well, I guess I was wrong the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I guess it has been, but it's been a long time. It's, it's, it's cool. a long, Long ass time, but uh, yeah, the uh, it, I, I enjoyed the story. I, I, I like the fact that we, we get to see, uh, see more personal stuff between Ben Grimm and, and Johnny Storm. I think that was very interesting, yeah. And you know, just the uh, name I just, itself, I, I just looked it up, it was 1961. Okay, yeah. you're right. All yeah. right, <laughs> it's I, like, I, what, I, what if what if you were right and Marvel was wrong this whole time? I You're like, died. wait, <laughs> oh no, oh, we need to oh. call up that Ben Schubert guy. Yeah. He has all the answers. Oh, no, I got a restraining order. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I can't be within 20, 20 feet of the Marvel... Uh, con- logo. Uh, the Marvel yeah, logo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> can't be near the Marvel logo. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, just the name itself, Bride of Doom, caught my attention pretty damn quick. So Yeah. Who's he getting married to? That girl with the with the mask thing. I think I think it's the scroll, isn't it? Is she who's 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 he getting married to? Well, at, at the end, it's it's uh, the whole issue. Like it's this. Um, I forget her name, but she's the one that's like in charge of. She's like the second in command. Of, yeah, like, she has that like helmet stuff. thing that kind of like goes yeah. like that, right? Things transpire between her and Johnny and. And he, uh, Uh-oh. yep. Oh no, wait, is it an arranged wedding between Doom and her, or are they in oh, love? Oh, no. hey, he actually, I mean, we're, we're, we're cool with spoilers, right? Yeah, we're good. Everyone's yeah. ready. Yeah, we're cool with spoilers. He asked her, like, in the, I mean, classic Doom form. He can't, he has too much time, he has a lot to do. He can't even actually be there in person. He holograms yeah. in and be like, Yo, I respect you and I, and I like you. Let's, let's go ahead and get married. And of course, she's like, Of course, Doom, of course. Yeah, well, of course, that's a power, that's a. That's unethical. First thing, that's unethical. <laughs> like, like seriously, that's something we're 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 learning a little bit more about the ethics of of power dynamics, right? Yeah. And so, like, like when a when a a president is with an intern, it's there's unethical. He, he saying that. Like, how is she supposed to say no? First off, the doctor exactly. Dude. But also, exactly, he's, he's her dictator, right? He's her king. Like, of course, yeah. she's not going to be able to say no. But it's right. It seems like she's really wanting to do this anyway. He he should know better, Doctor Doom. I mean, I know he's a supervillain, but Doctor Doom should like he's also a supervillain that has a heart and a brain. So oh, yeah. I feel like Doctor Doom would know that. Like, I want to ask someone, and I want them to be able to say no, right? You ask for coffee, Doom. You don't just say marry me. <laughs> yeah, it seems very Doom to be like, you know what? You're now mine. So this makes sense. Ah, I'm no, the but king. Like, it's a salty. 
It has a oh, salty vibe. You saw her you know? It's almost like, like he's a villain. No. It's almost like Marvel doesn't want you to like him or something. I he's know, like I know. He's like the villain. He's doctor. But he's never assaulted a woman. He's never like been like, smooch me, Sue Storm. Like, he's never done that, right? I watched the first Fantastic Four movie, if I'm correct. And rewrite reality, but he draws the line at... at- that I mean, that's a that's a bigger uh, the bigger debate, but it is something that I've been that that like I've been like watching like like TikToks on and, and whatever, trying to be like, where is the line for some of these things? So, uh, Doctor Doom, no, not where's the line in that, but like where's anyway, whatever. This is a separate. Thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, Doctor Doom, tisk tisk, you should know better. Okay. Unethical power dynamic. Come on, man. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not arguing that either. No, I'm. I'm not arguing. He's a bad guy. I don't agree. I'm with arguing with Doctor Doom. I'm arguing with Doctor Doom right now. <laughs> he knows better. Yeah, well, why don't we yeah, ask? He him. knows better. <laughs> Can you imagine if Dan, Ben got Doctor Doom on the show? Um, oh well, you see the way I think. <laughs> is that the way he talks? I, I think so. I, he definitely has a lot more. Oh well, it's the wrong. Oh, okay, please. Does. Do you think Doctor Doom has more of a German accent? I know it's Latvian, but is, is Latvian accents closer to German or Russian? It's 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 Eastern European. Eastern European. That's a good catch. Very nice, very nice. I like <laughs> Doctor Doom. That's uh, my take my stand. take my hand or take nothing. He's very imposing. Yeah. Take my wife, please. <laughs> my wife. Um. So, okay, okay. I need to get back on the Fantastic Four train. I think I stopped at about issue 20 or so. So I'm yeah. good, like, 12 issues behind. So this is a part one story. So, I mean, if you want to jump back on, now's the time because it's a part one. Yeah. So it's yeah. the beginning of a story. Yeah. Uh, did you guys read Future State Gotham? Who told me that they read Future State Gotham? It was me. Michael, give me a, give me a quick uh, rundown of this. This is, a, by the way, a kick-ass cover. Like... And that's the like, super disturbing part about this. I was most excited about this book. I this cover is kick ass. It, it was it was it really sold is. to me the way it looked from the covers. I was ridiculously excited. It's it's the it takes place in the future state future right. So it's a few years to ten years in the future of DC. Yeah. It's a what if storyline now, but like it's about Batman and the Bat family going on the run from Gotham, and and Red Hood is part of the magistrate now. And he's been tasked with ta- with bringing in his family, right? And yeah. his new costume looks so sick. Like the storyline looked like it was gonna kick so much butt. But after reading it, it did not. And so I was really disappointed by it. So I might have overhyped it in my own head, but I don't know. The story was very, I don't know, it seemed very much like they were trying way too hard in trying to tell a really kick-ass story kind of thing without yeah. actually having any substance behind it. Um, I don't usually, it's a black and white book like Walking Dead, um, which I don't normally mind too much, but I think this would have lent itself a lot to color, this this this, this kind of storyline. Um, I think black and white definitely had its place, but I don't know if it, it was here. So a lot of it kind of let me down a little bit, but um, it's a fun, I'm still going to continue to read it. I want to see where these is going. It's a it's an anthology kind of series where it's going to have a bunch of short stories. Like this story is going to wrap up in a couple of issues, then it's going to start another storyline about yeah. something else completely different. So um maybe this i'm gonna continue to continue reading it seems really cool but it didn't let me down a little bit because look at that cover man that cover is yeah beautiful. it and is a badass cover that, really that was really cool. cool like that'd be a cool poster 
Like, if you can get it without the text yeah. and oh, yeah. get Virgin it in, like, variant. a full poster size, yeah. That'd be ah. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, okay. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you really like the Future State Storylines, which I did, I think it's worth checking out. Especially if you're, if you're, if you're a big Red Hood fan, it's worth checking out. Um, if you're looking for, like, a cool new Batman story, probably not the one I would recommend. Yeah. Uh, are you guys reading uh, Rorschach? Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tom. You, Tom uh, man. Okay. Yeah. Quick question for Ben: Are you a fan of Watchmen? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Watchmen. But you're not reading Rorschach. I'm in college. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I don't want to. I don't want to comment. Shame you. I'm that. sorry, I'm Ben. I'm gonna wait for it to come out in a trade. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. But, yeah. Uh, definitely. Tom, it's Tom King writing it, isn't it? Yeah. I I, yeah. I, I I loved what he did with Batman. I like the Batman Catwoman story arc that he did. Uh, and you know I, I, I do like Tom King. So and he also did uh, Strange Adventures, didn't he? Strange Adventures, Mr. Miracle. Mr. Mr. Miracle. Yeah, man's uh, on the ball right now. So yeah. you know, I, I'm Vision. sure uh, it, yeah. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure Rorschach is you know playing Scooby Doo and doing it really good. Uh yeah. I mean, are you asking whether he did? Uh, uh, is it good so far? My, 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 it is my really, question. I think it's really good. Is that okay, what you're that, at, Michael? That's all I needed to know. Because no, I, no. I do intend on, I've read all, I've read The Watchmen. I haven't watched the new series, though. I gotta get to that. But, uh, oh. Definitely watch the HBO series. It's phenomenal. But um, Yeah, I was rereading the book before I do that. I've read Doomsday Clock. I've been, I, I'm a big Watchmen fan. The, yeah. the, the thing with, the thing, okay, the thing with Tom King, and it's, I'll, I'll still go back to Rorschach, the thing with Tom King is he loves to ask a lot of questions and not yeah. give a lot of answers for a long time. And yeah. he'll just yeah. he'll answer one and then ask five and answer That's two. That's three jokers. And so, like, yeah. with Rorschach, he's just a big enigma already. And especially because yeah. this is the Rorschach you automatically think of. So I've just been crazy frustrated with, with the series. But I keep reading. I keep picking up. I'm like, oh, oh I put it down. I, each issue, I put it down. Like, this is... Ridiculous. Michael walks into the no, store and he's just like, all right, right Tom, hey, what is going on right now? And so, like, I, I'm loving it because I love Tom King and I love it, but it, it frustrates the crap out of me, this book. So. I, I can't wait for it to come out on in trade paperback so I can recommend yeah. it to people, yeah. definitely. But then also, I know that when it finishes, I know there's going to be multiple articles on the internet being like, here are the things, here are the 20 things you missed in issue one. You know what I mean? Like, and then yeah, they're gonna, yeah. and they're gonna be like, this leads to this, leads to this. Did you notice that this person's in the background? There's gonna be people like. <laughs> I'm just gonna imagine like, Tom King just like, yep, that was the plan. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, totally. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to write a, uh, I just wanted to write a book. Yeah, that's yeah, Tom yeah. King. I that, think that was amazing. I felt like I was in the room with him. I think gonna <laughs> read a lot better in trade paperback form. There's a a lot of indies actually do this, like. Like a usual comic book writing style, it has a beginning, middle, end that leads to the next issue's beginning, middle, end, right? Yeah. That's a big story. Indies typically, first issue is just second issue, third issue, climax, right? And so they read better in trade paperback form. And I think because of how long the series is, the maxi series, and how long this issue is, uh, series is, and how complex I think it is, and what Tom King's trying to do with it, I think this is going to be much better read to go, read all in one go rather than waiting like, I don't know, a year and a half for this book to come out and having to reread some of the ones beforehand. Yeah, you miss a lot. 
because it's so there's so much there. Yeah, plus I have ADHD, you know. So if I if there's like a bunch of questions, I'm just forget all the questions by the next issue, and I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah that's happening. So yeah, yeah that's what I do though. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I, I, there's been times where I have to reread, like, six books back just to make sure hey, I know yeah, what's going on. That's why I was yeah. doing Doomsday Clock half the time, and that's just because that book took forever to come out anyways, and I totally forgot what happened the last issue. I was so proud of Jeff yeah. Johns when he got three Jokers out on time. I was so proud of him. Like, I wanted to except, except I was not proud of him for the three Jokers anyway. Like, I did not like... The three yeah. jokers. I was so hyped for three jokers, and you could tell, like, for some reason. Yeah, it was a little more hyped than what it should have been. I agree. I felt like it should have been a lot longer. Like the first two were very well paced. The first it. two issues were very well paced, and the very third issue, and we're done. And like, yeah, out of nowhere. Oh, I guess that's, we're done. That's what I didn't like. And so yeah. it felt like it was supposed to be like a six to eight part series, and he was just like, "Nah, I'm kind of done. Let's just wrap it up." And we're so, gonna run yeah. another DCU movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm busy. I have things to ruin. I'm busy over. writing Wonder Woman 84. It's going to be so much better than Green <laughs> Joker. I can't even finish sense. But uh, <laughs> I was over it. Like, the concept was really cool. And he'd been playing that concept since the, his new 52 Justice League run as well. Yeah. In Dark Side War. And so yeah. oh, I waited like five years for that. And that's what I got out of it. So, I mean, but it was beautiful. Jason Fabric did the art for it. And it was a beautiful book. And I thought yes. it has, and I still think it has a lot of potential behind it, but it kind of fell off for me as well. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. the one thing I liked is it, it tied back to the killing joke, and that's what I enjoyed. I like that mm. it tied back to all the characters run, like the big main characters run ins with Joker, like Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Had yeah. We had Jason being beaten to death by his reference to, to them. So having those two main characters as a backup to Batman and his struggle with the Joker, like, I thought, like I said, it has so much potential behind it. And yeah. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, because I I thorough, I remember thoroughly enjoying it, but now that you guys say like the third book, it was kind of rushed. I agree. Mm. It should have been a couple. I months. also I didn't like the ending. I didn't like. Oh well, I definitely didn't like the pairing of Jason Todd and Barbara Gordon, oh. like kissing. I was like, why is everybody kissing Barbara? Can <laughs> can we stop, please? Can we, there are more girls in Gotham City? Like redheads, you can't. You know. Like, like, yeah, but like Dick Grayson has two redheads, Starfire and Barbara. Like, why is everybody on Barbara? Like, can we please slow well, down, please? You got a jail free card, duh. Yeah, you get you get good with her, you get good with the commissioner. Right. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> yeah, she's, what were you saying, Michael? She's. I mean, you gotta you gotta go for you know. Top now, she's. I mean, look at Barbara; she's amazing in every way. So how 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 could they? Well, I mean, her? I agree. Right? I but, agree. Barbara but, Gordon's amazing. I think she's an amazing character, okay. and Definitely I think she movie. was she was what we were missing in the Birds of Prey movie. I love the Birds of Prey movie. I love the Birds of Prey movie, but Barbara was missing, and Barbara needs to be there. Preach. You know, hundred percent agree. agree. And actually, like, have a Cassandra King. That's Cassandra King. Thank you. I don't. I no. I don't even hear. There was no Cassandra Kane in the movie. No, no, that wasn't. That's obviously not Cassandra Kane. That was no, no, it was no. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Matt Morey's in the audience. What's up, Matt? Did you read the Star Wars this week? Did anyone here read Star Wars? The Star Wars comics are amazing, by the way. Oh, yeah, I heard the Bounty Hunter stuff is super good. It... I read last week's Bounty Hunter one with Boba Fett. Oh, it was so good. That's the start of the new storyline going on that's going to cross through all the Star Wars books right now. Yeah. yeah, It's phenomenal. 
I've been keeping up with Darth Vader. That that's the only Star Wars book I've yeah. been keeping up with. And that's phenomenal. You definitely should. I, I love the uh, Rise of Skywalker tie-in that it's doing. It's finally make the Rise of Skywalker. There's a there's a bunch. Like I, we could do okay. a whole other show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about. It. So I'm not gonna even get jump into it. But I like the fact that it's tying in. It's talking about how Darth Vader actually knew about Exegol stuff like that. I think that's super cool. So yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. the thing. I I I recommend Darth Vader books to people that don't even like Star Wars books. The Darth Vader Marvel storylines, all three volumes so far, have been amazingly drawn out stories. Like I like if you just love a good space sci-fi adventure, if you love a good inner struggle kind of story, like there's so much ways to connect with even if you don't like Star Wars, I recommend a Darth Vader book to you. Like yeah. I mean obviously if you're a fan of Star Wars you'll be all of them and you're going to love them. I and I I do too. But the Darth Vader ones specifically yeah. are just so laid when you go into that character and kind of dive into you know his personal struggles and that are very can be easily connected to a lot of the crowd. So if you're just looking for a good place to enter into Star Wars, pick up any of the Darth right. Vader books. And you can you can pick up any of the Darth Vader books and just pick it up. Right. Right. Um uh let's see. Uh, as we close up uh, just the comics that we've we've been reading, I'm trying to see if there's anything that we missed. I'm a big X-Men fan, so I definitely always read X-Men. So X-Corp number one came out yes, this X-Corp. week. Um, it was interesting. It was interesting. You know, what'd you say? Business and mutants, man. Yeah, yeah it's about, it's a weird business, uh, uh, business X-Men type title. It's super yeah. weird. It's corporate it's corporate environment, corporate politics, and then mutant powers. It's right. Actually, it works pretty well. I, I really like, first off, I like all the characters they decided to bring in for the team. And then right. just having that kind of like political dynamic in it, I think is going to be really fun. Plus you get all the big explosions as well. So. Right. Yep. Uh, I'm loving the X-Men titles right now. There are 12. There are, And I think X-Factor is ending this uh, 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 soon. It's ending with the Hellfire Gala. I don't know why. But there's 12 comics during the Hellfire Gala, but X Factor is one of them that are ending. So maybe there's 10 or 11 comics after the so Hellfire they're Gala. They're restarting a lot of the, the series. We're getting a new X Men number mm-hmm. one. Um, Jonathan Hickman's moving oh, okay. a, new, a new title. And so um, a new author, a new writer's coming into the main new X Men series. So they, there was that whole voting for your X Men team a little bit right. ago. Yeah. And so that's what this is. The new X Men team is, is from who people voted for. And so there's, right. new X-Men number one. There's, new, there's six new titles coming out. Um, with the new kind of like new after what's going on with, with the gala, which I'm actually very excited for the, the Hellfire Gala. I, I was a little let down with, with the X of Swords storyline. Mm. It went yeah. so long and people, it was hard to read because it was 22 issues and it ran through literally every X-Men title and you had to get every X-Men title, which is very difficult. First off, yeah. on your pocketbook and your wallet and like also trying to track down all those stories because a lot of pla- places didn't order a lot of like cable or a lot of marauders. So once they sold out, they were sold out. And so X of Swords was a little difficult to, to get into, but Hellfire Gala seems to be very more toned down. So I'm very excited for a big overall yeah. X-Men story. I, uh, I love, I mean, I love my X-Men and Hellfire Gala, I'm very looking forward to. Did you guys see my TikTok? <laughs> did you guys see my TikTok about Hellfire Gala? I did not. I cre- I just I just put together this like I slapped together a Hellfire Gala costume for myself. It's super dumb. It's super dumb. But if you go on TikTok and you look at that up, uh, you'll be able to see my my Hellfire Gala costume. Um, the costume design for this looks really cool just by itself. Yeah. So that oh yeah. Cool. yeah, 
They're wackadoo, though. They are wackadoo. I, I like the X-Men attire. Like, what do you expect? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm liking the fact that these X-Men titles are, they're, they're, they're part of the Marvel Universe, they're part of the Marvel 616, but they're, they're like their own, their own, it's like their own stories. And I, I, yeah. I appreciate that, like, a lot. Because if you want mutants, that's all you got. You know, congratulations, you're getting what you want. I want mutants, Ben. Okay. Ben, give me mutants, because I want mutants. Okay. Okay. Ah, I got it. All right. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> um, as we as we close up this episode, I want to thank uh, everybody out there who's been watching. I want to thank Amelia Rose. If you're still out there, she rushed our our yeah. stage uh, on, on volume. She brought a lot of new people. There are people that are still like tuning in from that. Um, 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 that have that have stuck around. Maybe it's it's on their back in their background as they're cooking dinner or something. Right. Uh, which is still still. I mean, that's flattering. That's an honor. Uh, uh, it's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> um, but uh, if you guys are watching this, we are streaming to other other platforms. But our main platform is Volume.com. So yeah. Volume.com is a new streaming platform. It's for for artists and musicians, uh, amazing musicians like Amelia Rose. Um, um. And, uh, but you know, it also has like niche geek shows such as the Keeg. Uh, so volume.com has everything. So if you want to follow us, volume.com slash the Keeg show, if you're on here, if you want to click follow, uh, you got to create an account to do that, but you got to create an account. It is free and you can click follow and follow us and you'll get notified. You know, when we, when we go on the air, we got multiple shows a week that we always do. Uh, and that's been pretty cool. So thank you to anyone out there, uh, wherever you guys are watching us. Click follow, click like, comment, subscribe, do all that sort of thing. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, before we do get going, I want to say thank you to Michael and Ben for coming on the show, talking about comics, going through issue to issue. I don't even know if there's a piece of uh, a comic that we hadn't uh, pulled up on the screen. Guardians of the Galaxy 14 came out. I didn't read that. Um, and, uh, oh, Justice League Last Ride. I read that. Uh, it was all right. It's an alternate timeline thing, but <laughs> it whatever. Right. Yeah. It was all right. Uh, yeah. And I know that uh, Michael uh, uh, read Magic: The Gathering number two, right? I did. Yeah, I did. That was really cool. I like that. Sum it up in summing up in a sentence. Got it. If you love RPGs, if you love you know Dungeons and Dragons and a good like fantasy story, this is great. You don't need to know anything about Magic: The Gathering, but as soon as you read this, you're going to love and probably go out and get the cards too. So all it's, right. Yeah, all it's right. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, if I can get, uh, uh, well, let me, since I have you here, Michael, uh, what's your social media? Where can we find you? What do you have coming up? Whatever you want to plug, now is your time. Sure. Uh, my TikTok is for the love of comics. That's on Facebook and Instagram as well. I literally just do it for the fun of comics. I manage comic book stores and I do this kind of thing. Uh, nothing really crazy coming up. I just follow me on TikTok. I do a lot of cool um recommends for every week for new comics how to get into comics and what should be reading and what should not be reading kind of thing so just watch me on tiktok for sure awesome and you have a you have an instagram too i do have an instagram follow me on instagram as well i do a lot of i post a lot of like news articles and stuff for like big comic related uh events and comic related uh news stories and things like that too okay um do you have a podcast too michael uh not at the moment not at the moment. Oh, was I just lying earlier? All right. Well, I did. Me. I did have one, and it kind of got. Uh, there was a little bit of a, um, uh, a thing. So yeah, not, oh. not at the moment, but I'm, I'm hoping to start something back up pretty soon. So. 
Awesome. All right. Well, I, I would gladly have uh, both of you back on the show uh, again, uh, this show. Thank you very much. So yeah. Much. Maybe, maybe I'll be more yeah. prepared next time. I apologize yeah. about that. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not your fault. No, Ben, Ben, I, I love having you on the show regardless. Look, you could have not read anything, all right? And I would just have you on the show just to look cute, all right? That's right? I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I am terrible at that. But, ben, it was uh, great meeting you. I love talking Power Rangers with you. You got to go to Power Rangers with the comment. Uh, ben, uh, where can we... Oh, well, actually, before I get to Ben, Michael, what is your comic book shop that you work at, and where is oh, it located? It's in the Sacramento area, Northern California area. It's called Adventures in Comics and Games. Phenomenal. We have a huge back issue selection. We have great games, cards, everything. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Ben. Yo. What is your social media... All that good stuff. Where can we find you? What do you got to plug? You right. know, uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Comic Comedy Podcast. It's written right down there. Uh, you can also find me at Shuby Dubert on TikTok. It's uh, it's it's written just like that, but instead of there's a C between the C, S and the H, though. Oh but, no, <laughs> I messed it up. It's okay. It's okay. It's no big deal. But uh, yeah, you guys can find me at Shuby Dubert. Um, I also have my own podcast called Comic Comedians, and I do plan on uploading a podcast tonight for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I had people like Ooh. Mandalorian, uh, J. Kevin Parker, and uh, Baby Stark 3000, and uh, we, we just talked about Falcon and Winter Soldier. We had a great time talking about that, and this weekend I'm doing one on Invincible, so I'm excited to do that. All right, all right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, I yeah, love, Michael I and love Dimitri, I would love to have you guys on the podcast sometime, and my, I just followed you on a on TikTok, so I got yeah, you back. Are you the guy that laughs at comic book covers? Is that you? You? That's me. That's me. That's. I, guess. <laughs> no, I was like, I saw his profile picture. I was like, I, I, I seen this somewhere. Where have I seen this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course, you got to. You got to laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, TikTok. TikTok's been like an amazing place where like we can find other like-minded people, uh, and like <laughs> and like you kind of get their vibe from their videos. Like, if any of you guys were dicks in your videos, I would have been like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to have you on the show. But, like, I get the good yeah, vibes from you guys. Yes. <laughs> Why won't you leave, Ben? Leave me alone, Ben. Because I'm a dick. <laughs> it's like, I shouldn't have given you the meeting ID or the code for the Zoom meeting. Yeah. Ah. He's told me to bring everything. water. I'm here with a Dr. Pepper because I'm a dick. <laughs> You're a dick. Um... Uh, somebody, uh, I was, I, I'm back to hosting trivia now and a trivia team's name last night was Dr. Pepper is a physician. F I Z Z. Like Dr. Pepper is a phys <laughs> That's a knee that's slapper the, right there. That's yeah, a knee that's, Oh, <laughs> Ben, 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 Ben's either that's leaving or he's grabbing good. another Dr. Pepper. That's too good. No, no, uh, no, I got a 15 pack. Don't worry, we're good. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're too comfortable, Ben. You're too, now that you're back home, you're too comfortable. I, I, you're like, dude, my, my, yeah. This is my man cave. This is my <laughs> man cave where I, I, I do not leave this room sometimes. Yeah. Great. I love uh, Matt Morey out there. Oh, oh, Matt Morey's asking a couple questions. So, first thing, Matt says he wanted to pick up the main Star Wars book this week, but it was out at his local comic shop. That's, oh, uh, uh, man. Uh, Avenge the That's, Fallen. Uh, start a subscriber. Uh, uh, subscri yeah. A pull list. Start a pull list. Yeah. Um, also, Matt says, is it in Old Town Sacramento? So I think he was talking about your adventures, oh, uh, Michael. It's pretty close. It's not in the actual city of Sacramento. It's in a suburb of Sacramento. 
uh, mm. called Carmichael. It's it's amazing. We we can we have every everything you could want in, in the nerdum kind kind of kind of realm. We focus a lot on uh, playing uh, card card games like Magic: The Gathering, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and then yeah. a lot of comics. So. Okay. All right. Uh, and then Matt Morey says it's all about those WWE Zoom meeting entrances. So I think he was talking about Ben. Just like, we should start every show being like, Whoa, what's up, did, Wisconsin? Did I, do that? No. I don't know. You just like backed <laughs> off. Like when you were like, you know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. was me clocking out. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show, Michael. Thank you, Ben. If anyone's out there and you have a TikTok or you're on TikTok, follow Ben and Michael at their respective TikToks. Um, you don't have to follow me and my respective TikTok, but also follow the Keeg Show on TikTok. You know, uh, if you're if you're into comic books, if you're into geek culture, uh, definitely these are these are the the users and the creators to be following right now. Cool. Uh, you will the creme de la creme. You know, um, do you were you trying to Jedi mind trick people into following you? <laughs> into following you, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, either way, that works. Uh, uh, <laughs> you will hit the plus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, if you're watching this on volume.com/slash the key show, click uh, follow and uh, help us out. Um, we just like having you around. You don't have to be donating or tipping or doing all that stuff. Though, thank you to the people who did. Danny, baby, I think Vicky. Uh, threw some at us, uh, which was really nice. Uh, thank you. You didn't have to do that, but thank you, and we definitely appreciate it. Uh, follow The Keeg Show on volume.com slash The Keeg Show. Follow us on TikTok at The Keeg Show, Instagram at The Keeg Show, wherever, uh, uh, you know, you get your social media, we're on there, and we're doing our thing. So uh, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Ben, so much for coming on the show. Uh, thank you to the audience out there that have been really supportive throughout this, and thank you again to Amelia Rose and the volume crew for being an awesome platform. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I will see you guys next week for Comic Talk. Not you two. I'm sorry. But I uh, will have you two again. We didn't make uh, the cut, guys. The audience, I will gladly have you guys in, in rotation. Uh, but we have uh, the key back uh, tomorrow night at 9 to 11 p.m. where we just shoot the shit with some random guests, and they're super awesome. And then we are talking Power Rangers next Saturday. So those are all the many, many shows that we have here at The Geek. So thank you so guys so much. Um, that was it. That's the show. Once again, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and this has been Comic Talk. Take care, y'all. Peace, Peace out. out. Thanks, Mark, for the tips. <laughs>